G'day and welcome to Merv Hughes Podcast, Merv Hughes Fishing. I'm Merv Hughes. With me is Jason Kennedy and also to add a little bit of sensibility to the show, Kevin Hillier. Kevin! You should see Kevin's face. That's his job. So I, thought, I, thought, I thought Ron Blatt's going to come back from the dead. I thought I was being I just, I just felt myself being peddled by foot. You I just, were, I just you started mes- cracking. You were mesmerising. Oh, I was. It was great. How, how was that for show. an opening? That was very good. Oh, that's why they give now, me the new ball. Now, can we get first, uh, as they do uh, when you go to an AFL club uh, website or an AFL uh, podcast, uh, uh, the first thing is an injury update. Can we get an injury update on your shoulder? Uh, all, the pe- um, yes. all the people who care want to know. Yeah, right, they now one. know. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, I've small it's been, been in the sling for a week and a half now. Go and see the specialist tomorrow um, and get the get the cast off and he'll have a have Are you having the chip taken off the shoulder as well? Or? No, no, I have no, that taken right. off. No, he asked me a question. JK, don't you butt in. Now, um, then it goes into a brace where I've got limited movement and then it, for two weeks and then after that, it's two weeks of less limited Right. See, this or is, more movement. It's a little violin Mate, that's playing. I, you asked. Yeah, I did right, ask. No, I did now, ask. Now, big show, a lot podcast of people five. Yes, episode the five. The Rowan Smith. Yes, the number five. <laughs> Who? Who? Baba Smith. Who? <laughs> Almost a premiership player. Almost. If he had played for another 10 years, he would have been a premiership <laughs> 300 player. 300-game player, yep. at least. Ah. Uh, Johnny Stapp's going to join us from JV Marine. Now, that what uh, been nearly nearly 50 years they've been around. Well, 45. Let's round it. Yeah, okay. You like to round up. Yep. I like to round about right. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it's a great story. But of JV, and um, I know that uh, Jace has known uh, Johnny Stapp for a long time. And mate, I've been involved down, down at uh, JV now, I reckon, for about 15 years. And what I can say... The, the product that they've got on the ground, yep. if you're looking to buy a boat, seriously, go go nowhere else because the numbers that they've got, both new and second-hand, are yep. uh, plenty to look at. And if you're looking for a second-hand boat and just an entry level, um, they've got the guys down there with the knowledge. They'll, they'll tell you what you want. So, Kevin, yep. you're not a fisherman. You're yep. not a boater. If you went into them and said, oh, I'm not really sure what I want to do, well, they'll ask you where you want to go fishing, what you're going to target, and then they'll yep. they'll pick out a boat and say, mate, this this boat best suits you. I know what you ask, what your car is, what you're towing yes. it with, all those sorts of things yep. too, because that, that's the sort of stuff that blokes like me who aren't involved in who, if I did jump in and get involved tomorrow, that's the sort of stuff I want to know. Yeah, well, listen, you're going to have to update from your little Ford Focus from West Point forward um, if you're going to tow a boat. Ching, ching. Let's see how many plugs we can get in in this podcast. Be interesting to see how he went at the boat show. He was spooking on Facebook. It's been pretty busy the last couple of weeks down there. So yeah. it'd be, so be good to ask him just yeah. how it actually went for him. Yeah. There are a lot of, uh, in, in we talk about West Point Ford in the in the motor industry, um, there are a lot of tyre kickers. Are there, yes. What's the equivalent of a tyre kicker in the boat industry? Tyre kicker? Because they're on a trailer. I know they're on a trailer, but you're not buying a trailer. You're buying a boat. So do well, people very, in and jump in and hard, play with them? And... Very hard to move a boat around if you haven't got a trailer cap. Or water. Yeah, that's right. Uh, right. And probably easy to get to boat to water if you've got a trailer cap. Yes. Yeah. No, right. it's still tie kickers, isn't it? Anything you buy. Even if it hasn't got tyres, you're a tie kicker. So what about what about uh, all the doodads you get in boats these days? Doodads. Well, the you know accessories. Okay, <laughs> electronics and yeah. <laughs> all those yeah. things. Um, mate, that's that's the thing that they'll help you out with. You can get stock standard boat, and you can just get it clean and yeah. and fill it yourself, or. Um, you can go in and say, this, this is what I'll be fishing for, um, and they'll have a talk about what size screen that you want, so yep. sounders and all, yep. all that. Um, you can put electric motors on them. You can, you know, the size of the motor. Um, 
very similar to cars. I mean, you, you've got to get the right size, and a lot of people do underpower boats, don't they, Johnny? Yeah, just and look, because Johnny's, of the got cost. Some, Johnny's got some great blokes down there, Greg Walker, Brad Bar- Ross, Barney Friend, yeah. yeah, Barney. Yeah, so just, just ask these guys, Kevin, yep, they Luke, know what they're doing. Yep. It is the one thing that's uh, taken great leaps and bounds from what I can see, the, the little I know about it. The safety on boats now is so much better than it would have been when, <laughs> oh, I, was, he, he's when sitting, I was... He's sitting in front you're, of you're you, talking Kevin, to me. There's case A. You're talking to me. soldier. Uh, you can't... You, I'm sorry, there's no... <laughs> yes, yes. There, there is nothing in the world that can legislate against stupidity. But I'm talking about the actual <laughs> well, safety I, of the boat. The boat said, didn't do you the... Dis- I wouldn't have said... The boat said, didn't do you the problem. Excuse me, yeah. I would, I'm going to argue it wasn't stupidity. Oh, As yeah. I said a couple of weeks ago, lack of communication. Yeah, and right. communication on a boat is good. But yeah, you're right. It's it's like it's like cars and seat belts and, and whatever. Um, the safety guidelines now compared to what, where it was ten years ago and twenty years ago yeah. um, is phenomenal. Yeah, so um, you know yeah and, and just a simple thing of if you're going out, um, let people know where yep. you're going. And even and people tend to forget, even on freshwater lakes, it does chop up. And if you're at if you're at Eildon if you're going out, yeah. just let someone know yep. that if something does happen, you're not back that night. We're going to be back at five o'clock. Okay. If you're not back, at least they've got a, a footprint to start from yep. and, and go from there. Yeah, you're right. And even just that footage on the news, I think it was last night over in America, that boat, boat gets just that getting smashed up the in duck. that lake. Just, yeah, yeah. just it blows up. But even like some rule changes recently, Kevin, like in Victoria, it has to be 4.8 um, metre vessel on. You have to wear your life jacket while yeah, it's on the way. That's sensible. Again, and, sensible stuff. But, but what made me laugh, Kevin, and I actually, when I set my boat licence at JV Marine all those years ago, yeah. They had the state break down about what actual um, breath per alcohol in your system. Like, like, like in Victoria, it's 0.05 driving and in the boats. Yep. Yeah, well, it, and it crosses over too. So if you get done 0.05 in your boat. Yeah, you get done in the car. You, you lose oh, your car okay. license too. Good. Yeah. Makes sense. But the real clincher was New South Wales was 05, Tasmania 05, Western Australia 05. Queensland. Queensland was 0.08. Yeah. Now, in the car was 05 in Queensland, but you could be in your boat having a couple of cans on the boardwater and still blow 0.07. And yeah, but I think they've changed it now. Because what happens is you go out, you have a few beers, you're 07, then you get to the boat ramp. And you can't tow your boat because you're over. <laughs> so I, I just reckon, seriously. Oh, think of that. No, but, <laughs> that's and that's what a lot of guys do. And where there's no infringement on the water, and I think Northern Territory is one, um, a lot of the water police and that stay and police stay at the, the ramps and they, they test you when you come in. Yeah, that's well, true. there must be a, um, a limit on Northern Territory waters because we do get uh, pulled up there. Yeah? Yeah. All right. But I can't remember being breathalyzed. Johnny Stepp's going to join us in uh, oh, just a tick from JV Maroon. We'll talk about, too we'll talk about boats. Hey, 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 hey. In, in the meantime, we're going to take this uh, very uh, short break and, uh, and just breath test Merv and see if he's right for the next segment. <laughs> Merv Hughes Fishing, and our special guest now is John Stav from JV Marine. G'day, John. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you going? Yeah, going very well, John. Now, just for the three people that we've got listening to this podcast. <laughs> for this week. For this week. Um, can you tell us, oh. obviously, um, Springvale Road out at Brayside, and is it Boundary Road in Loverton? Uh No. <laughs> Springvale Road is in Springvale. Man. Yeah, well, right. is it Brayside? Or was, I thought it was Brayside. Brayside. Yes, Brayside. That's what uh, I said. And boundary, and boundary Road, Loverton. He's speaking Braille, John. Don't worry and, about it. And Fitzgerald's Road. Fitzgerald's Road. Fitzgerald's Road. Yeah, I, 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 I,
Best new for two of Kevin, just quietly, for anyone from the western suburbs, it's across the road from where the tarmac used to be, oh, where the well. drive-in used to be on that corner yeah, there. Yeah, know well. Yeah, know it very well. well. That, that'll be right, Merv. You remember your driving days. That going oh, back, mate. Are you? Don't worry about that. They're the glory days, John. Don't worry about oh, that. Oh, okay. Um, now, mate, how's, how's business with you? Obviously, I reckon... Without knowing, you'd have the two biggest boatyards in the Southern Hemisphere, wouldn't you? We are the biggest uh, in acreage and also in numbers. And as you know, Merv, we just swapped our Suzuki franchise into the Mercury franchise, mainly because Mercury Outboards have brought out some wonderful new engines and we can see the future with those motors. They are very quiet. They are very economical and they weigh less than any other outboard brand in the world. So um, we thought we'd go with a winner like you, mate. <laughs> and, and John, I must admit, plus they're close to home. They're virtually next-door neighbours, Mercury. Uh, mate, if we'd pick up a few rocks and throw them over the fence, I reckon <laughs> no, no. their roof. <laughs> That's what we do at the Tarmac Hotel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, the boat show in Melbourne, um, we, we've just gone through that. And yeah. plenty, plenty on display there. And again, I reckon they had had the biggest floor space there. How had the had the boat show go for you, Merv? We the the boat show was one of the biggest success that we've had in a number of years. People uh, really came to the show in mind of buying a boat. They they were buyers there, and every dealer um, sold product. I think I believe that we did. The most boats um, at the show uh, and deals. Um, our finance was at 4.9%. We had 10 years guaranteed on most of our products that we were selling with Quintrex, Revival, um, and Mercury Outboards and E-Tech Outboards. Quintrex was the star, obviously, you know, in the smaller boats and the bigger boats. Um, but from what I hear, everyone was satisfied with the numbers that they did, but we we, we weren't satisfied, mate. We wanted more. <laughs> yeah, no, you always want more. <laughs> That's the Greek blood. Hey, it? John, is there yeah, a reason? Thanks. Is there a reason why there's a, a bit of a boom, a mini boom going on in the industry? Uh, look, um, the boat show was really advertised a couple of months before it actually happened. Um, so people were coming in, getting prices, comparing them with other things, and they were just waiting for the deals. And the deals this year were extraordinary. You know, free insurance from Club Marine, um, 10 years guarantee on outboards and boats from Quintrex, uh, six years guarantee on Mercury outboards. And they were all chipping in, including ourselves, and people could see the deals and they went for them, you know. So it was good. Now, with that, John, the, the boats... I'd... We'll get back to, to your show in a minute, but the boat show for mine, the, yeah. when you say the sales are up, the numbers to me seem to be down. So do you reckon that what's happening now, people are doing their investigation on the internet and then coming to the boat show to actually buy, not compare? Yes, they're definitely, you know, there's some good things about the internet and some bad things. Yep. Uh, the good thing is that <laughs> you can get all the information that you want from our website or the internet or you can wherever. Um, the bad side is that, um, you know, it's made everybody very, very competitive 
and it is squeezing margins all around the country. And if you're looking to buy a boat, mate, this is a fantastic time to buy one because, oh, you know, although we've had a good boat show, we, we're still hanging on to some of those deals that we had, you know. So, and, 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 yeah, and the, other thing, the other thing about coming into the boat show, on the internet you can't actually see and touch and have a look around a boat. Get, you've got an idea of the size, but... Um, what you're doing at the the boat show is fantastic. You're allowing people to jump in the boat because there was a, there was one uh, Quintrex there. I reckon there was five people in there just sitting there trying to figure out whether it was big enough for them to see. And you can't do that on the internet, can no, you? No, no, definitely. Um, but our showroom offers that um, arrangement too, Merv. Yep. Um, you know, our showroom has got all our most popular boats inside. And people, no matter what the weather's like, they can come in, have a good talk to our sales advisors. And, you know, we've been around for 45 years and it's quite easy for people to to understand what we're talking to them about when they come in and they, they want to spend, you know, $35,000 and they only want a 70 horsepower on a boat that realistically should have a 90 or a 115. We tell them you can buy this boat at your budget, but look, we think, it'll do a better job for you and you'll hold the boat longer if it's got the right engine. Yep. You know? So uh, that's, that's some of the advice that we give people. And, and um, we also tell them where, to go, where they can go to catch some fish, which would be Barney here. <laughs> you give you know? that guarantee well, well. with your boats, John? Do you get a guarantee you can catch fish in the things? <laughs> yes, uh, a <laughs> 10-year guarantee. Uh, not a problem in the world, mate. Uh, well, mate, the thing, the thing about the JV staff is that yeah. all of them fish. Well, most of them fish. Yep. If you go in there, you have a talk to Barney, you have a talk to the different blokes down there. They'll, if, you, if you've if you got an idea about what you're after, so you talk to Barney, yeah. and he's like he's Western Port Bay, he's, he's all over the place, knows he's fishing, so he's probably going to tell you what, what you need to do your fishing. Yep. And that's that's a great thing about the staff. You don't get that off the internet either. No. Well, that's a great thing about the staff is the, the knowledge um, that they've got about putting people in boats when the people themselves aren't sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, look, you, it's no different than what you do with your fishing show, Murph. It's, um, we tell people what they should do and how to do it. It's up to them if they want to come to a place like JV Marine, whether it's in Laberton or whether it's in Brayside, that they could be advised, get the best deal on finance if they need some finance, get the best and the latest engines because that's what we stock, that's what we work with. And, of course, uh, Quintrex is the most, well, uh, Talwater, which is the owner of Quintrex, Stacey and Savage, is the biggest boat manufacturer in aluminium in the world. Do you know that? Uh, I just learned that. <laughs> but I knew Quintrex were pretty good, but I, I, didn't, I must admit I didn't realise they were all under the same roof. Yes, they are. They're uh, all been built under the same roof, under a different brand. Now, John, just we're going to backtrack a bit. You said you've been going for 45 years. I know the story. I reckon it's a fantastic story. Um, if you can uh, just tell Kevin and our listeners how you got into it. So um, what, while it's a, a big new boat sales yard you've got, you've all also deal in, in second-hand boats. Well, that's how we started. Um, yeah. That's I a great story, Kev. Yeah. I used to do work as a design draftsman for Repco, and I was running the um, the drawing office for a number of years, and I had an argument with my uh, director of Repco, and he gave me a, a $2 pay rise when he should have given me more. 
and I cracked it and left <laughs> and started <laughs> buying and selling boats from home. Um, and that led from secondhand boats to having some boats built for myself. Um, and then those boats were sold. And um, then I joined the BIA and became the retail um, uh, executive uh, manager at the time. And um, then it just blossomed from there, you know, from, from nothing. I started off with a second-hand boat, which I bought for $1,000 and sold it for $1,350 after I completed cleaning it and getting the motor running. So wow. I made $350 profit and wow. gave my time away for nothing. Mate, it's an interesting one because you get into it, you buy a boat for yourself, you do it up, someone comes along and offers you a little bit more than you paid for it, and you're okay, then go and get another boat, and you think, gee, there might be something in this, <laughs> and you've turned out to be a boating retail royalty. You're the, you're the oh, king thanks. of the heat. Uh, well, it's taken, like I said, 45 years to get here. Yeah. Over, John, do you ever go it, back to the bloke who offered you the two dollars a week extra and just remind him about what he buggered up there back in you know all those years ago? Uh, no, I've never seen him again. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm thankful that he, he he didn't give me any more money. I wanted five dollars. <laughs> he only gave me two dollars, and uh, and I thought I was worth more, and that's why I left. Yeah. Now, know, just but... now, just the shoe on the other foot. Now, when your staff come to you and ask for a pay rise, <laughs> how how do you how do you approach them? Look, um, next question, we, John. <laughs> I've learned a thing or two, Merv. Yeah, no, they work on commission. <laughs> they work on commission. You sell more, you get more. Uh, no, We're very no, generous with our commission structure. And, yeah. you know, most salesmen work on commission um, and, and a retainer, and uh, that's what they get. And they have to perform to make money. And that's why I think that that uh, our customers are always satisfied because these guys work for their dollars. So uh, if no. they don't make it, we don't make it. You know, <laughs> so it works really, really well. Now, John Jason Kennedy here. How you doing, mate? Oh, I didn't know you were there, Jason. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, just, we, just a mere view show, not no, the we keep, not we, Jason we keep, Kennedy show. We must admit, John, we keep him in the corner and try, <laughs> try not to leave him out too often. <laughs> first of all, myself and John, we go way back. John was the first ever sponsor of fishing trip back, back 15, okay. 15, 16 years right. ago. So, Johnny, that North Road, that North Road um, shop that you first had, that was iconic, and the big fella touched on that before. I, I, I still remember walking into JV Marine, just being bedazzled by you, Barney, just the size of JV Marine. And, of course, we sat down, had coffee, and you said yes to our first ever proposal for fishing trip. So that's how much I love John Stav Mervin. Oh, mate, we yeah. all love him. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, um, uh, these people that I knew at the time, this after I left Repco, said to me, if you want to make money, buy our fish and chip shop. That's right. You're telling me that story, John. <laughs> anyway, um, both Vicky and myself were working, um, and uh, she was earning reasonable money as a doctor's surgery receptionist, and I was working as in Repco, as I said, and I was clearing $400 a week and eating fish and chips every day, mate, for, nah. for six months until that bloke came back and said to me, listen, I've gone to work in a factory and I can't stand it and I can see you can't stand selling any fish and chips. So how about we swap? <laughs> <laughs> he bought the shop back from me. Did he? Good <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, God, I love it. Uh, there's nothing wrong and, with fish and chips. Got to have uh, Nothing wrong with fish and chips. Got to have your 
and got yeah. to have your vegetables. Of course, the chips, potato. The potatoes are very good. Oh, that sounds high on the chart too. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, John, got to ask you, what sort of boat do you have? What do you What do you knock around? Anything with? he wants. I, I understand uh, he's got the pick of the yard, but you know. <laughs> Mate, I use I said I use the same boat as Merv. Wow. The Quintrex, unsinkable three. <laughs> no, yeah, um, yeah. Well, it is unsinkable too. Um, hey, yeah, so hey guys, look. there's one one other point that I need to bring yes. up. But at least they don't put dints on the side of it. Yeah, I was just go. about. That's well, why it's unsinkable. Well, I tried. I tried. I had a minor boating mishap. Like that's too and not <laughs> not too far. There's a bit of history now. here. But, yeah, um, <laughs> just just driving around. I didn't say that. You said that. All right. Any, yeah. Anyone Remember in Lake that. My Whale. Anyone in Lake My Whale will realise that if you fish there, there's trees everywhere. Very hard to navigate at night. Very important to stay in the channels, and very important not to miss a channel light. You know that now. Yes, I missed a channel light <laughs> and, and maybe just slightly hit a tree. Just brush one, didn't I, John? Well, look, um, it's a good point um, that uh, people need to understand that if you're driving a boat, you're the skipper of the, of the boat and you are a, a very important person to the passengers that you've got on yep, board. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you've got to be very, very responsible and don't take chances because we don't want any mishaps out there. And as long as you do the right thing and, um, you know, make sure that uh, everything's happening according to the rules and regulations, yep. you won't have a mishap, Merv. Very, very wise words. Absolutely. And probably stay off the water at night too would be, when it's pitch black, would be a lot better. Now, Johnny, just a quick one. Um, how do we contact contact you? The best way is on um, on the web? Uh, yeah, jstab at jvmarine.com.au. And that's got all your boats listed and pricing and... That's my, my email. But yeah. if uh, you wanted to... Um, on uh, on our website at jvmarine.com.au. So, uh, yes, we've got the new and the second-hand boats and the jet skis. Um, we're selling Kawasaki jet skis. That's another very important part of our business. If people want to buy a, a very reasonable price jet ski, then they can buy a good set. Second-hand or new Kawasaki, you know. Now, Johnny, just the last one from me. Just roughly, how, how many boats have you got on site there at, at Brayside? Depending on time of the year, we can have up to five hundred boats. Wow, new massive, used massive between boat. the two locations. Yeah. yeah, jeez. Good on you, John. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much for spending some time with us, and we're, we're happy that that bloke didn't give you that five-dollar rise many, many years ago because we wouldn't have JV Marine today. And we uh, we uh, we appreciate your time very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys, and uh, look forward to the next uh, season of your show. Uh, good right? on you, Johnny. Thanks, Johnny Stave, JV Marine. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, if you're looking for a boat, seriously, yep. um, the range that they've got is, is massive. So do yourself, don't do yourself a disservice. Get online, have a look at it, or get to Laverton or out to Brayside, Springvale Road and Brayside, and have a look at what they've got because they have got a, a huge Just range. Google map that address. Uh, that is uh, John Staff from jvmarine.com.au. That's, uh, that's the website. Back with more of Merv Hughes Fishing after this. Merv Hughes Fishing, uh, Johnny Staff from JV Marine. What a great story, though. Yeah, it is a good story, isn't it? I bought a boat and sold it for a little bit more and thought <laughs> there might be something. Just bought another boat, sold it for a little bit more. Now he's got the biggest boat yard in...
Southern Hemisphere, yep. I'm calling. Yep. I compare him, well, of course, we call him the Golden Greek Avenue. He's a bloody ripper. Yep. But I think John's true ambition, he won't probably say this publicly, he just wants to be the next Aristotle and Nassus. You know, he just wants to <laughs> have that range of boats and just, big, yeah, the yeah, big, yeah, the big play, <laughs> the billionaire. Right. He's just about there, I reckon. The Jackie O. Like, what, what he does, and probably safe to say, and I don't, I don't think you'll mind me saying that, he has taken the backward stare. And, and his son Mark's sort of taking yeah. over the business. And, mate, he's a good operator too. And, and like we spoke about with John, the staff that they got down there yep. is fantastic. Yep. So if you've got any, any qualms, any questions, get down there. They'll ask them. Or they'll ask them. They'll answer them for you. <laughs> yep. Yes? You're right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just thinking the next few of statements. The drugs are kicked in. The painkillers are kicked in, Kev. Yes, they've started to wear off. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah. He's no, starting no, to look intelligent we're, now. We're the ones who've been taking the painkillers. Yeah, and, and rightly so, they're yes. starting to wear yeah. off. Yeah. Um, and both holes, yeah. yeah. No, but uh, plenty to cover. Like With with a fishing podcast, uh, we have been talking about fishing gear and you've been talking about what's the right time to buy. Yep. Definitely with boats, the right time to buy is about now. Yeah. By the sounds um, of what John said, absolutely. Yeah. And, so and have a, a, a buyer's market yeah. too. Have a, have a look through the, the boat show, which a lot of people did, as John said. Um, but because he's got such a big yard, that's, that's an advantage to him yep. because you can only get so much from the internet. You can go on, you can have a look at the boat, but you don't really know the size. And, and they're very interactive at JV. Like you take the family down, you can jump in the boat to make sure that the size is right for the family. I think that like the that. good thing about the internet is you'll walk into JV Marine and you'll know pretty much which part you want to go to, yep. where you want to go to, and then the salespeople just help you through the rest of it. That's, <laughs> most, that's the beauty of it. This is all good pillow talk, guys, but the most important thing about buying a boat is getting it past the Minister of War and Finances. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> very she's got true. A, she's got a fair bit to say about that issue. Leader of the opposition. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly right. All right, I'll tell you what, when it comes to talking about boats, aren't they pretty quiet? And they're pretty happy about talking about getting the kitchen renovated and getting the bathroom done and new carpet. Or is that just me? Who are you talking to, white man? Oh, no, no. I'm on my own. Yeah, you're absolutely on oh, your own. In fact, you've never oh, I've just found two blokes you, I do not want to go to war with. You are the Have first. a look at you two, just meek and mild. Oh, no, do you, don't do you, say that. Do you remember a bloke called Francis Chichester? Oh, yes. Yes, what did he do? Do you remember what he did? He upset his wife and got shot. No, well, oh. he, well, he probably he probably did because he was the bloke who sailed around the world solo. Yeah. And I reckon you're just about to become yeah. that particular bloke. Yeah. And that brings us to the close of another episode of Merv Hughes Fishing. Merv Hughes Fishing. Thank you, Jason. You want to, do you want to do the outro as oh, well Merv as Hughes Fishing. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Ball Boys. That's it, guys. Catch you next week.